Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sundays, 8 to 9 a.m. on WCGO Radio, 1590 a.m. and 95.9 FM. I'm the Beltway. This is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics. These are occasional injections of rumor and innuendo all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by progressive lobbyist Dan Johnson, conservative attorney Judith Sherwin, Republican financial advisor Kevin McCarthy, and the chairman of the Los Angeles County Democratic Party, Mark Gonzalez. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks for joining us tonight from our home base, WCGO Radio in Evanston, Illinois. And uh, we will be taking calls at 1-800-723-8289 as the program unfolds. And again, uh, Mark Gonzalez and uh, Kenton McCarthy, they will join us in hour number two as we uh, uh, reach out and bring in the Pacific time zone to our discussion this evening. But wherever you're listening from coast to coast, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, we got lots to talk about, as we generally do. Just uh, obviously a few more shows before the, uh, the the big vote is taking place. It's been in all the papers. I'm sure you've been reading about it. Uh, but one of the issues that has, that has come out in the last uh, uh, week has been uh, Joe Biden's uh, inability or unwillingness, I should say, to give an answer to a question that has been asked and that now has been asked and over and over and over again is, what are you going to do, or how do you feel about uh, expanding uh, the Supreme Court? Uh, sometimes people call it packing the court. I want to talk, talk us about expanding the Supreme Court. It has nine justices, had, has had nine justices for a long time. That seems like a very simple question to answer. Why is it so difficult for Joe Biden to do it, Dan Johnson? Well, I think he's waiting to see whether Republicans rise above the pettiness of Donald Trump and the rank hypocrisy to jam another justice through. And if instead Republicans decide to do the right thing and wait to see if President Trump is reelected or well, why is one related to the other? Well, Because it's an escalation. Clearly, clearly, uh, you know, the Trump and the Republicans are abandoning any sense of principle to jam through another nominee. But if they were to say, well, gee, if we're only a few weeks out, maybe we ought to wait to see who wins. Well, then there's no need for any discussion of it. Sure, when I want to get your reaction, you are a card-carrying attorney. So what is your reaction to uh, that answer? Thanks, Bruce. Well, first of all, it's the president's constitutional duty uh, to appoint justices to the Supreme Court. Um, a, a judge uh, of some stature by the name of Ruth Bader Ginsburg indicated uh, several years ago, four years ago, of course the shoe was on the other foot at the time, uh, that the president is elected for four years. And given that he's elected for four years, he uh, has the right to exercise the powers of his office for four years. One of the powers of the president's office is to nominate to the Supreme Court. The Senate has a constitutional duty, which it is uh, engaging in, and particularly at a time when the Senate is of the same party as the President of the United States, the justice is gonna, the nominated justice is going to come up for a vote. Uh, this is not unusual. Uh, in spite of the story that uh, Kamala Harris told at the, uh, at the uh, debate the other right. night, um, Lincoln, the story going back to Lincoln, yeah, which is a yeah, totally I mean, fabricated story. Completely fabricated. I mean, Lincoln, Lincoln waited until January because the Senate wasn't in session. 
in those days. Okay. The inauguration was in March. I, he no. nominated. Well, let me finish. He nominated Chase. He was he was approved the same day. That was the end of it. Okay. So. Okay, but let, 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 let's go back. First of all, we had a lot of things to follow up on that. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing I would ask you to follow up on is um, Kamala Harris in a in a vice presidential debate makes up history. What did you think about that? Uh, I, it's not my take, but I have to admit I'm not the constitutional historian to share my perspective. So she, on was, this, li- she was lying yeah. to the American people. Yeah, I'm taking a deep path since I'm not aware of the background. No, but, that's but, perfectly but again, candid. Well, again, it, it isn't It's really just, easy to look yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. not I, hard I haven't to done find. it, so my comment is nothing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just yeah. the, the question that I'm trying to get, you know, for the record, and let's be as objective as we possibly can. Yeah. I mean, how far will you go? In, give, give me, I'll tell you and, what. Give by me, the way, I'll, I'll tell you the same thing. Give me, give me half an hour. I, I will answer it candidly, but give me half an hour to look it up because it's really oh, oh, brand new to okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it. It has been in in the follow up that that was a big uh, yeah big mistake. new to me. But my my question to you is, what about Judith's other point? Is that when Donald Trump was elected, he was elected to be president for four years. Yeah. He was not elected to be president for three years and six months. And those United States senators who are now up for reelection, yeah, six years ago, when they were elected, they were elected for six years, not five years and six months. So the American people have already voted. They sent the crew. One presidential four years ago, senatorial six years ago. They sent the team to Washington to follow the Constitution. So if someone dies, as Ruth Bader Ginsburg did, what's why is there always a why why is there any debate at all? It's hard. What's going to happen? It's hard to answer. Because you that, know it's going to happen. It's hard to answer that question. Getting past the elephant in the room of the absurd hypocrisy. Of what happened four years ago. Okay, let's let me stipulate that. Yeah, let's say that was totally hypocritical. Okay, speak to my point now. Absolutely, because <laughs> I, four points. Number one, lifetime appointments are a very big deal, and there ought sure. to be deference paid to the magnitude of that decision. Point number two. In what way? Well, clearly, if. Votes have already been cast in another election. Yeah. A president that didn't win the popular vote. A Senate that doesn't reflect the majority of the population. That's how the Senate is structured. Okay. Like the, one would uh, hope. Like, one would like hope. The, like the Clintons. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unlike the Clintons, one would hope there'd be some deference paid to an ongoing election okay. to so see except, whether there is some can I, democratic can I legitimacy to uh, this okay. I'd really like Judith, to respond Judith to that. Judith okay. I mean, this is nonsense. You're talking about some other kind of system. We have a system with an electoral college. The popular vote doesn't mean anything, okay? The popular vote in each state means a great deal. Donald Trump won... 302, 303, whatever it was, electoral votes. He is the president of the United States under the system we currently have. And this is a very important point because the Democrats are running around today trying to change the rules because they don't like the result. And this is, now let me finish. This has been going on since 2016. Don't ask me about, uh, you know, accepting the results of the 2020 election. 
you're still fighting about the 2016 and hoping that the result is going to well, be different. Well, we're certainly hoping that the he person, doesn't cheat again and cheat try again, to steal another cheat one. Cheat again? Yes. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, maybe you're off Twitter and you haven't noticed that Hillary Clinton set up this entire Russia scandal in order to take the heat off of herself well, and her email. Maybe you I missed all you those. Maybe you missed those. I guess you missed that. Those those missed that. Folks, 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 folks. By the way, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, I'm going to learn a lesson from the debate moderators. I'm going to come down pretty hard on people that interrupt or don't follow the time cues, okay? I tried to do it in the first segment. Everyone on this program for 40 years, they're going to get a chance to say their piece but I want everybody talking at one, not at one time, but at different times. Okay, when so we come back, one, Judith. I wanted to finish. That's <laughs> no, you can't finish. Okay. You can come okay. back later, but you ain't going to finish because you went about 40 seconds over. 1-800-723-8289. I'm Bruce Dumont from coast to coast and border to border. And that goes for callers, too. 1-800-723-8289. Back with Dan Johnson and Judith Sherwin after these breaks. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation, it's your news, your nation. The tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway. Harrison's reality check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. Homeland Security is proposing expanding DNA and biometric data collection to include American citizens who sponsor immigrants. Expanded biometrics would include your iris image, palm print, and your voice print. This government now says it has the right to your DNA. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPWebinars.org. 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 Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like $0 copays on hundreds of prescription drugs. Wow. 
pick up at your local pharmacy or take advantage of free delivery. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. Wow. Uh-huh. That's AdvantageWow.com. Zero-dollar copay may be restricted to particular tiers, preferred medications, or mail-order prescriptions during the initial coverage phase and may not apply during the coverage gap or catastrophic stage. Free delivery with preferred mail-order pharmacies. Wow. It's JT and Leanne. Join us for Heart and Home with Exit Realty. Local listings, market conditions, and opportunity. Sunday afternoons at 4 on Chicago Smart Talk. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. Dan Johnson, I wanted to uh, make a point, and then we're going to go back to Judith because she had wanted to button button it up a bit. I thought it was Judith. That she wanted to make her point. No, your turn. Go ahead. Your turn. Your turn. I thought you were going to return oh, to the Oh, I, ju- I think there was some uh, shock and awe that there's a lot of fear that Trump might try to steal the election again. Uh, again? Again. What ramp- ev- what ev- rampant voter what, suppression. What, I- what, I- what evidence <laughs> is there that there was, uh, that the last one was stolen Perhaps, in your view? In, in your my view, view yeah. all of the uh, ruble-financed uh, Facebook ads, which I happened to see, yeah. which were designed to suppress the vote. Do you think is, that's still happening? Uh, I'm very fearful of it. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. How how, how would you how would you I actually? It out? Well, the last I heard after hearing from our federal law enforcement agencies is that many of our right wing terrorist organizations, like those that were arrested last week to try to yeah. overthrow the Michigan government, they're now the useful idiots that are spreading the same sort of disinformation or lies that the St. Petersburg troll farm had to put out there in 2016. And are these, in your in your view, yes. I want to, if you have any specifics, do let me know. Do you believe that these trolls are they feeding anti-Biden material or are they feeding pro-Trump material? What 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 are they what are they sending to us? Uh, the documentary stuff that I've seen are that they will put up sort of like fake Black Lives Matter, fake Antifa, and then sort of fake Second Amendment groups and try to get folks all riled up. And getting into protests against each other because our enemies like it when Americans are violent towards each other. These are just sort of facts. So does the, so does the news media. So who do we believe? <laughs> I don't think news medias are putting up fake Facebook accounts. Saying, oh, yeah, hey, they are. There's they, going no, to no, be. They, they don't have to. They have networks. They have right. stations to do it. Judith, your respect. Again, respond just to yeah. this yeah. recent uh, a- assault. Absolutely. On. I mean, first of all, Facebook is is turning itself into a pretzel Every time anybody puts anything up about anything, they put up their little editing um, messages. You said something about COVID. We want you to go here to find out about COVID. You said something about voting. Please go to our voting center. We're going to tell you all about that. I mean, the, this, this, uh, these fake conspiracies that, that the Democrats want to want to blame 2016 on and now they'd like to in advance blame 2020 on – they just don't exist, all right? They are the, indicted the first, no, Russian excuse, nationals. Yeah, right. They <laughs> indicted Russian nationals. Yeah. The, case, the case never came to court. You might have noticed that. And Robert Mueller had nothing in his report and indicated that there wasn't a single American that had anything to do with any of those allegations. So the, the in addition, to, excuse me, Bruce. Finish. Uh, but, but, can right. I finish? Fin- but, but finish in about 10 seconds. Uh, well, the, the uh, reports that came out this week make it very clear that Hillary Clinton set up this whole little conspiracy thing about Russia with Trump to take the, the heat off of herself in the election. It's very clear. All the memos that have come out have made it very clear. They've made it very clear that people like James Comey and Brennan were in on it. 
So please spare me the conspiracy theories. Dan, I, I would just ask, does it bother you that the president is personally in debt by hundreds of millions of dollars? Likely, we don't know, but likely to Russian oligarchs. Does that well, bother you at all? Can I answer that? Absolutely. Thank you. First of all, we don't know who he's in debt to. The other thing is what we do know, and if you look at any of the Trump information, if you've ever known a real estate developer, real estate developers have huge guarantees, and they are contingent guarantees. They are contingent upon the behavior of the real estate developer. They're called bad boy guarantees. They don't come into play unless the bank decides that the particular guarantor has behaved in a fraudulent, and I don't mean Nancy Pelosi-type fraudulent, fraudulent or bad uh, theft with respect to the project. So his debts, if you will, are secured by the properties that his company owns. Nobody gets those loans unless okay. there is a guarantor. Okay. That's it. Go ahead. Respond, and then we're going to move on. I would say, well, that's nice to know. Who knows if that's true because he won't release his tax returns. But I am, in fact— personally very concerned that our president is in debt. Let me ask you this question, because you, uh, one of the things that the Democrats and Republicans like to do, they like to raise doubt about the integrity of the opposing party. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, since Joe Biden has been a United States senator since he was a very young man in his 30s. Before I was born. Before you were born. But my question to you is, are you concerned at all how he became a multi-millionaire and that his family has been very successful in business because their last name is Biden. Does that bother you? Because that there's a trail there. Yeah. There's a guy that starts with a U.S. Senate salary, and it's 40 years later, and he's a multimillionaire. Well, that's, Does it bother you that? That sounds like Mitch McConnell. Who no, it doesn't. No, it sounds like no, no, no. It sounds like, it sounds like Bruce Dumont. It sounds like Bruce Dumont. Trying to get an answer to a question. If, you, if you're raising the doubt about, oh, $400 million, who's, who's, who's got their hand on, on Donald but, Trump's gonads? I'm saying the same question about Joe Biden. Same thing. Do you think, and here's what I think. Tell me if we're on the same fact pattern page, that Joe Biden, in his last year of service in public office, was not wealthy. That he wondered how he was going to pay for Bo Biden's cancer treatments. Right. He had real financial issues his last year over the last four years. Maybe he has made some money in the private citizen. But I think we're on the same fact pattern page. He was not a wealthy man when he was in public service. Was he a wealthy man uh, when uh, his son was able to use his father's name to get entree to Chinese? I'm not sure I would have voted for Hunter Biden. I think Hunter Biden, if he were a public official, would have some real questions to answer. But I am not I don't I honestly don't think it's fair to hold the father to the same standard as the son when the the objection is the president and his family who are serving in the White House, who are enriching themselves in the White House to try to make a false equivalence to the kid who's got issues. No question about it. I just don't think it's fundamentally unfair to apply that to the dad. Who's the candidate? Judith. Yeah. Uh, First of all. When Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States, and we have this on tape, I mean, this isn't exactly a secret that nobody ever heard. He went to the, he told the Ukrainians, he told the story himself that he went to the Ukrainians and he said, you fire that prosecutor and you do it or you're not getting those, the billion dollar guarantees. 
I'm sorry, this is not appropriate. He knew what his son was working on. He knew his son worked at that company. He knew that the prosecutor was was interrogating people at that company, and, and there was an investigation going on with his son. How does his son get on Air Force Two and go to China and come back with a billion-dollar investment for his company? How does that happen? I would not vote for Hunter Biden. I'll tell you that. But what is absurd to me in my turn, my turn, my turn. Thanks, Judy. Let Let me finish. No, no, no. No, 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 you're out of order, Judy. Go ahead, Dan. Thank you. But I couldn't finish my point. You you know what? You've got to learn to finish your point a little quicker because you've been going on and on. You've talked through every time I've interrupted you because make your point quicker. Let him respond, and then we're going to go back to you. Okay. You're, going to, you're going to get a word back in edgewise, but you've got to let the— when you make a charge against Dan Johnson or the Democrats, you've got to let the Democrat respond before you keep bashing him. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. It is so Trumpian when the president was indicted over meddling in Ukrainian politics for his own partisan advantage. All facts. Trumpian to pretend that somehow Biden— with his son was guilty of that when it's clear he was trying to get rid of a corrupt prosecutor in his capacity as the vice president. It's so weird to me how Trumpians sort of project the sins of their candidate who's been impeached for exactly that offense, trading foreign policy for his own political advantage. That's a fact. When Joe Biden said and and, and, and he said it you know, with yeah. tape rolling pr- uh, very proudly. Yes. When he explained the story about he had he had spoken uh, to uh, to officials uh, in Ukraine about that they had to get rid of this prosecutor, or the U.S. was not going to deliver on money that was due to them. And they said, "Well, basically, you don't have the right to say that." Check with the president. They said, "Go check with the president." And he said, "I want I want this guy fired." A corrupt I, prosecutor. I, just a moment. Yes. I, I, as the vice president of the United States, representing the United States of America, I'm telling another sovereign nation, you're going to get rid of this guy. And if you don't get rid of this guy, the money that's coming to you from U.S. taxpayers, guess what? You ain't going to get it until you do what I tell you to do. I'm going to bring you to a heel. Now, was there anything wrong with that? How does that differ from the perception of what you think took place in a phone conversation between the president-elect of Ukraine and Donald Trump. One, one is pure speculation. The other is a fact that, that Joe Biden proudly told everybody about it. There's videotape on it. You've got to see if seen it. Oh, absolutely. I would well, are you not outraged by that? I, what I'm outraged is that Republicans refuse to accept the obvious about this grifting con man in the White House. And instead of just saying, yes, I take his thievery. Yes, I'll take his oily, you know, con man ways because it helps us get our judges. Instead of being honest about it, they project and and, and pretend that other people are. Okay. That's the problem. Enough, Judy. Thank you. First of all, I think you said the president was indicted. The president wasn't indicted. The president was impeached on a completely ridiculous um, concept from a phone call that had nothing in it like you're talking about you're talking about Adam Schiff's little little scenario that he put up in the in the house which never happened read the transcript joe biden got on tape and bragged about twisting ukraine's arm to do something he had no right to do okay and and withholding money now you're okay with that fine you're okay with it 
just say you're okay with it. Don't don't turn I, around and say Donald Trump did the same thing I'll gla- because Donald Trump did not do the same thing. I gladly say I'm okay with America holding up the rule of law. Oh, Something please. your president is an opponent of. Aggressively. I'm Bruce Dumont. I'm Bruce Dumont. 1 800 723 8029. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP. Ever get the feeling that a clean car just runs and drives better than a dirty car? That's because it's true. Evanston Car Wash has been serving the North Shore communities for over 60 years, helping hundreds of thousands of cars stay clean, preserve their value, and give you a nice, clean ride. Not only will Evanston Car Wash make your ride sparkle, but they use a soft cloth that doesn't risk damage to your vehicle's surface. A car is one of your major expenses, so don't trust it to just anyone with suds in a bucket. Treat it right by taking it to the Evanston car wash pick from a variety of car wash packages starting at just eight dollars and you can save even more money by joining their membership program evanston car wash is open every single day that's seven days a week at 8 a.m located right there on dempster street just east of mccormick for full details on custom wash and detail packages just google evanston's best car wash and evanston car wash will pop right up evanston car wash the north shore's number one car wash choice for over 60 years AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm, from brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9, the exclusive home for the Dave Ramsey Show in Chicago. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. 1-800-723-8289. We're going to let each of our guests introduce themselves uninterrupted. And we begin (laughs) with Dan Johnson. Uh, Hi, I'm Dan Johnson. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bruce, I'm speaking. <laughs> Uh, Dan Johnson, <laughs> I'm uh, excited to announce launching a new software product for lobbying and organizers called How Many Votes. You can check it out at HowManyVotes.com. Launching what is it? What tomorrow. Is it? What does it do? So it allows you to keep track of how many votes you have. So you list all the people in your legislative body or city council that you're working. And when you find somebody's a hard yes or hard no, you indicate that. And if you've got a team of people, it can be confusing when you're working a bill. So uh, the software keeps that all, um, keep track of it all in real time, keep track of how many votes you got, thus the name, how many votes. Very good. Thanks. Due to the Sherwin. Hi, I'm Judith Sherwin. Uh, thanks for having me on again. I, uh, I practice law in Chicago. I'm also a professor at uh, Loyola University Law School where I teach uh, business law and uh, ethics and uh, also work with the thesis people. And uh, I have also done a seminar at the school in um, constitutional law and the First Amendment. Do you believe that the Trump administration has sufficiently created uh, a picture of what life will be like in America if Joe Biden is elected and the Democrats regain control of the U.S. Senate? Um. I think they're trying. It's very hard to get the message across with with the media, but yeah, I think the the picture. Would you would you, would you agree that court packing? I mean, we all know what court packing is. Well, I'm is, not is sure that... we do. I mean, it's, okay, it's, there's, there's, been a, there's been okay, a little go ahead. okay. Go there's ahead. been a little confusion uh, if you listen to the morning shows today. Court packing is when the president of the United States tries by legislation to get himself the possibility of adding justices to the Supreme Court because he doesn't like the ones he's got in front of him. That's, uh, FDR tried to do that, um, didn't work out. His own party stopped him from doing it. Um, and so, but I, if, if by some chance um, Mr. Biden is elected and the Senate goes over to the Democrats, uh, I think the picture that, that the Trump campaign is trying to paint it's pretty scary. Uh, you're looking at one party rule maybe for 100 years. Uh, and I think that that is not something that the American people really why want would to it, have. Why would it be for 100 years? Well, first of all, they're, they're talking about uh, bringing new states into the union. Um, they also want to change the, the Senate and make the Senate into some sort of representative body, which absolutely it was never meant to do. It was meant to be a check on the more populist every two-year House of Representatives because they were really worried about that sort of popular kind of identity. Do you you think, and then I want to get Dan's response, do do you think focusing on making a state, Washington, uh, D.C., making that a state and making Puerto Rico a state in in the body politic, is that an easier thing for the American voter to grasp than the broader concept of packing the court? Is there is there more reality to okay? I've got a flag. I got to get rid of my flag. I got to add two more stripes. What's it going to look like? Who's yeah. going to Who's going to redesign it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, practical <laughs> things like that. Yeah, I I think I, I I don't know that the American people. It's been a long time since we added a state to the union. I remember the last time. I, I do think too. you probably do too. I was there, and there were questions about what are we going to do with the flag. So I right. do remember that. But, but seriously, I think people don't really um, completely understand the gravity of it and what would happen if you added, even if you did change the uh, Senate to a popularized kind of vote, you know, uh, like the House, 
um, that would be a way for, I mean, those states at the moment are Democratic um, wins, okay, if they became states. There's a process to become a state. But if the court is packed and if you don't have the check of you're not doing this the right way because you don't have a Supreme Court to to opine, then you can do pretty much whatever you want. Let me ask you, uh, Dan, would would you agree that uh, conjuring up what uh, what two more states uh, to the union would mean that 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 might have a little more popular appeal? And is it is it is it is it popular in that the people you think would want it, or do you think it's popular in that people would not want it? They, because, but they would. The popular nature of it would be that it's easy to understand. Yeah, I think the more people learn about the Senate, the more they think it makes sense to quit disenfranchising six hundred thousand people that happen to live in the District of Columbia and have Puerto Rico become a state. I mean, I just learned today while I was trying to do some research on uh, Abraham Lincoln. And learned he was a bit of a court packer himself in his last years and a bit of a state packer by creating two Dakotas and a Nevada territory to make sure that he got the votes in the Senate that he needed. Fascinating history I was just learning about. Um, but I think the Senate as an institution is not what the founders intended. This bizarre, huge disparity of population where 50 million people in California has the same number of votes in the Senate as, you know, half a million people in South Dakota, I don't think most Americans think that makes so much sense. It certainly wasn't what the founders intended. But again, well, in, in, in the practical world of where we are right now, I mean, uh, adding uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah. and Puerto Rico, there'd be four more Democratic senators. Yeah. As part of that compromise, and you, you make the point, the people in Washington, you know, they pay their bills, everything else. Would you be part of a compromise if someone were to say, you know what, we're going to have an East Montana and we're going to have a Western uh, Oklahoma. You know, I was thinking about it today. Like in, that would be primarily for Republicans. You know, senators. like Cook County. How could you know Lake County? There's a million people just north of here. It's a right. purple area. They, why shouldn't they be a state? I mean, just the fact that we accept these politically drawn boundaries from a mm-hmm. century and a half ago is sacrosanct. I think we should always refresh our democracy, and it should always be based around making sure. As our former governor here used to say, the will of the people is the law of the land. And, and it's a problem and what that about, that gets distorted. What about one of the other issues that has been brought up is that uh, there would be that there'd be the issue of uh, uh, getting rid of the Electoral College. I mean, where is that something else? I mean, changing the Supreme Court, adding two states, uh, <laughs> changing the Electoral College. Are those the things that people are thinking about on the south and west side of Chicago and driving through America's heartland in, in Nebraska tonight? Well, I will tell you, as a former lobbyist for the effort to have a national popular vote mm-hmm. and allow uh, states that have the exclusive authority to cast their electoral votes any way they want to choose to cast their electoral votes for the winner of the national popular vote, which most people think makes a lot of sense and think it's kind of dumb the way we do it now. Um I they don't, don't think understand it's, it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, how could they? It's archaic. No. And the founders at the time. My final point. The founders at the time really believed that the electors would meet and select somebody with the stature of George Washington. Never imagined it'd be this weird distortion of democracy. Judith. First of all, the founders set this in place. They set in place uh, checks and balances. Okay, we hear about this all the time. You may have remembered it from when you were in high school. 
to try to keep the the constitutional republic, not a democracy, a constitutional public which utilizes democratic principles to elect officials to keep it in check because their biggest worry was the federal government coming in and taking over everything. What you want to do with the popular vote is have California and New York figure out who the president of the United States is going to be all the time, which would have been very nice for you in 2016. Didn't work out so well. But in, in the, the whole point of the Electoral College is for the small states, whoever they are, if we make an East and a West Montana, to have as much to say about who the president is going to be as California which or, or any count, any state that was bigger or more populous than the other ones. This was something with respect to keeping the southern states under control because they had a tremendous amount of power at the time. And, and this was a compromise to keep things from getting out of balance. You want to take everything and just throw it up in the air. And that is not going, you're going to create something that is not what the founders had in mind and is not even remotely resembling what the United States of America's Constitution currently has in mind. Damn. I mean, the quick math is that you could add New York and California, despite the fact there's lots of Republican votes in both of those states, and you don't come close to a majority. The country is a third urban, a third right. suburban, a third rural. And it's not about small states. There's a lot of small blue states, and there's a lot of small red states, and they're equally irrelevant. I think most Americans are kind of offended that they realize, unless they happen to live in a purple state, their vote for president really doesn't matter. That is widespread. You said you said irrelevant. Do you think that politicians are going to acknowledge that they are irrelevant and the people that live in their states who elect them that they're irrelevant? For president? Yeah. Every political operative, you can ask everybody in Illinois, you want to vote for Joe Biden? Yeah, sure you can, but it doesn't really matter, does it? And the fact is, it doesn't really matter. There's a reason why they go to Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, maybe Ohio, maybe Arizona. And those are not small states. Pennsylvania is not a small state. I understand. The Electoral College is as practiced, and this is like the fifth iteration, because as you know, states have changed their laws four or five times within the structure of the Electoral College. This is under this fifth iteration of different state laws where it's popular vote by state. It's not about small states anymore. It's about swing states. We're going to call. Speaking of a swing state, Michigan is one of them, and Ron is calling from Michigan. Go ahead, Ron. Hello, Bruce and panel. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the plot to kidnap uh, Governor Gretchen. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it trumps, uh, I, don't, I don't care whether, uh, you know, you believe the, uh, which I do believe, the Russian conspiracy with controlling Trump. He's a puppet of theirs, and we're all part of, his, of Trump's uh, reality show here. But, you know, the, the plot that... Ron, 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 let, let, Ron, let me interrupt you. Uh, I looked at the clock. I should not have brought you on because we do have to go to a break. Stay on the line. Listen to our commercials very carefully. There may be a quiz on them. And when we come back, we'll be going back to you to talk about the kidnapping. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation. Without all the talk and without an opinion so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation. Seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. 
Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest... You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. But what are you doing to keep your nose clean? After all, it's the body's air filter and the first line of defense against allergens that can make you miserable and germs that can make you sick, sometimes very sick. There's an all-natural way to clean your nose called nasal irrigation, and it's been around for hundreds of years. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make nasal irrigation easy and convenient. Navage flushes out allergens, mucus, and dangerous germs. It uses powered suction to relieve congestion without drugs. Navage is easy to use, it's not expensive, and it comes with this personal promise. Try Navage. If it doesn't help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier, just return it for a full, no-questions-asked refund. Over a million sold. Online at Navage.com or at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Make good nasal hygiene your new normal with Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. This is Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. Join me each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. where we'll cover all the states. Is that the 50 states of the union? Not exactly. We'll cover the state of today's hot topics. If it bothers you, then it certainly bothers me. We can discuss them together. You can either call in or join me on Facebook Live. Just make your voice heard. The Darian America Show. Saturdays from 2 to 3 p.m. WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Chicago Smart Talk. The Red Door has long symbolized safe havens. That's what the Red Door No-Kill Animal Shelter provides to the hundreds of cats, dogs, and rabbits it rescues annually. Animals are vet-checked, spayed, neutered, microchipped, and current on all vaccines. We are a 501c3 organization promoting respect for animals through education, rescue, shelter, and adoption. Like us on Facebook, visit our website at reddoorshelter.org. Who knows, you might just adopt a new member of the family. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sunday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Smart Talk, WCGO AM and FM. Hello, Bruce Dumont back here in beautiful Evanston, Illinois. We were talking to Ron and... Uh, Ron, I don't know. Are you are you from Michigan, or do you just want to discuss uh, Grev, uh, Governor Whitmer's uh, kidnapping attempt? I live in Berrien Springs, Bruce. Okay, very good. That is in Michigan. For those listening around the country, go ahead with your comment. Yeah, you know uh, the president and his comments uh, to inflame uh, the right wing uh, fascists uh, out there. It, it uh, does nothing to uh, you know bring us together. And it's for real, you know. You know, you can say it sounds goofy. These guys sound like crackpots. Of course, we had agents in there to to hope, hope we knew right. about them. Mm-hmm. But Timothy McVeigh came out of the Michigan militia. Right. You know, he he's all part of the right wing movement that President Stoke President Stoking. You know, according to the FBI, plain and simple. And and you know, Professor, you know, Judy, you know, you know, address that the racism, the the rate, the hatred. The the violence that the acute that the acute because you sound pretty QAnon and you know deep statish to me 
Uh, plain and simple. All right. Address that, please. Those are fighting words, uh, Judith, but uh, address the, the, the question that uh, it is the president's rhetoric which may trigger some reaction by those right of center. Well, the first thing about that is the president um, consistently has said that he does not support right-wing supremacists. He doesn't. He's not for for violence. He wants the violence to stop in the cities. Uh, he has been absolutely clear about that. Uh, I think he's been asked about it at least 30 times in the last uh, week. Uh, and he's very clear. He does not approve of any of this. Um, and uh, he is not trying to inflame anybody or get anybody uh, to do anything violent. Quite the opposite. Uh, he said it over and over again. I want peace. That's what he has said. He wants everybody to stand down, let the police do their work, and, and uh, have peace in the city. So he's absolutely not encouraging white supremacists. And he said it over and over again. He condemns it. He doesn't agree with it. He doesn't think they're good, and he's not weaking when he does it. Ron, what do you? What would you like to hear from the president other than what Judy has referred to, and what I have heard in numerous montages about the president denouncing uh, that type of activity? What do you? What more do you want him to say? I mean, he said the other day, uh, which is a fact of life. It was the U.S. Justice Department, headed by Bill Barr, who many liberals despise Bill Barr and the U.S. Justice Department working with the FBI, they broke the case. They're going to send these nine or ten people to jail if they are found guilty. They did the job. They're absolutely wonderful in that. That's absolutely, Mr. Barr should be commended for that. And But here's the thing, what I would like to hear the president say. The truth about Antifa, Antifa has not been in, engaged in any any shootings, or killing any uh, law enforcement, whereas the white supremacists, the Boogaloo Boys, and uh, others have have been they have killed federal officers in uh, recent riots in California, and they and uh, what was it? A, uh, a Coast Guard officer was uh, caught uh, with a, new, uh, a big supply of weapons, ready to kill uh, members of the Democratic Party in the uh, Ron, Ron, this is Dan. Can can I rephrase what yeah. you're saying? Can we all acknowledge the fact? that these far-right terrorists are the biggest terrorist threat to our country. No. No. I would okay. not acknowledge okay. No, we can't acknowledge Here's what I would acknowledge. I would acknowledge that in the, in the broad political spectrum, mm-hmm. whether it is left or right, and they each have their political leaders that everybody knows, and certainly they're, they're generally you know, bona fide leaders, there are people in these political sides— that maybe they got to screw loose. They 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 overreact. You may call them boogaloo boys. You may call them Antifa or or Black Lives Matter radicals. Whatever you call whatever you call them, I mean they're out there. And and are they going to be moved by by something that a political leader says? Yeah, that can happen. But you know what? That's the price we pay for living in the United States of America. You can say something that's radical, and the minute you try to take something and say something that's radical and try to do something where a life is going to be lost, we have a thing called the United States Justice Department. And I don't care whether they're going after Antifa or going after the Boogaloo Boys. That's the that's the law of the land. Right. And let me ask you this. Um, do you think that there is any equivalence to the heavily armed 
right-wing terrorists that will show up to state capitals, shut down the Oregon state legislative session, intimidate elected officials, according to the elected officials. Is there any equivalence to that on the left? Because the FBI certainly says there isn't. No, that's first of all, the FBI doesn't say that. And second of all, there is an equivalent. There is a Black Lives Matter militia that often takes over Stone Mountain in Georgia and has tried to take over the Georgia legislature more than once in the last couple of months. And they are heavily armed to the teeth, okay? And, and they are not the only people. The people running around in the streets in Seattle, are you going to tell me those are right-wing militia people? No, they're not carrying AK-47s, and they're not planning to kidnap governors at all. But no, they're they're carrying lasers and trying. They're <laughs> yeah. carrying they're carrying lasers, and they're trying to blind police officers. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Ron, we are out of time. Thank you very much for your call. It's beautiful Berrien Springs, nice part of Michigan. I spent some time there this weekend myself, picking apples. Right on. And uh, <laughs> thanks very much for calling us tonight. 1-800-723-8029. We're only halfway through this broadcast. In the next hour, we're going to be joined by Mark Gonzalez. He is the chairman of the Los Angeles County Democratic Party, and he is the state director in California of the Joe Biden campaign. Also, Kenton McCarthy, a Republican activist from the great state of Arizona, which is now one of the toss-up states uh, come uh, November. And I'm Bruce Dumont. Don't go away. Another full hour of Beyond the Beltway, 1-800-723-8289. some news is about their opinions we believe the news should give you the facts without bias so you can form your own we believe in news not talk facts not opinions news nation is on every night at 7 p.m on wgn america to give you the information you need everyone calls it the news but we'll actually deliver on it seven nights a week in prime time find your local channel by going to wgnamerica.com news nation it's your news your nation Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of 
and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership. Join us for the Travel Planners Radio Show. Your ticket to the world of travel. Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back for hour number two of Beyond the Beltway from coast to coast and border to border. Nice to have you with us. Uh, we continue in studio here in Evanston, Illinois, with our good friends Dan Johnson and Judith Sherwin. And uh, we are now joined uh, via the magic of a Zoom uh, by Mark Gonzalez. Mark joins us from Los Angeles. Good evening, Mark. Nice to have you with us. And also Kenton McCarthy, who is joining us from Phoenix, Arizona. Kenton, nice to have you with us, with us as well. I want to begin with you, Mark. Uh, you are the uh, chairman of the Los Angeles County uh, Democratic Party. You have one of the most significant uh, Democratic organizations in the country that uh, you run. And also, uh, we should mention that you are the state director of Joe Biden's presidential campaign. So my question to you, Mark, is uh, the pressure's on, uh, and a lot of people have already voted uh, in the state of California. And my question to you is, as a... As the operator of the whole campaign, do issues really make that much difference to you personally, or is it all about the nuts and bolts and and, uh, campaign apparatus? Well, first of all, good evening, Randall, and thank you again for having me back on your show. I wish we were together in person, but obviously I'm glad to see you're healthy and safe. Um, I'm speaking to you all today today. just to be safe, uh, as the chairman of the L.A. County Democratic Party specifically. Right. Uh, we did obviously endorse the Joe Biden campaign. And your question was about the nuts and bolts. I look, I think it's absolutely important. The way California goes, so does the rest of the nation. L.A. County is one third of the voting base of the state. Mm-hmm. We've got some very important, crucial down ballot, down ticket races uh, that are extremely important. Uh, some of them would be considered nonpartisan, but it's extremely important to make sure that the candidates who are elected to judicial office, school board, mm-hmm. and none, all of the such, you know, are Democrats. And yes, California is a safe blue state, <clears throat> uh, but we can't forget that in 2016, 27 of the 58 counties uh, went for, you know, Trump. And so I think we've got a newer base of voters uh, who are excited and ready to turn out here in California. We're calling out to the 17 battleground states to make sure that they turn out the vote as well. 
And so, you know, I don't want to take anything for granted. And none of us are going to take this race for granted because we don't want to feel like we felt in 2016. Kendon McCarthy, when you moved from Illinois many, many years ago, you moved to a very sta- a safe uh, red state, Arizona, had two uh, United States senators that were both Republicans. And now it is being described as uh, uh, more than just a toss-up state. It looks like it's going to be a state that's going to move uh, uh, in the blue column. And also, you, it looks like you're going to pick up uh, a Democrat U.S. senator, and you will have uh, two of those for, at the same time since uh, God knows when. Yeah, we've been Californiaized. Is that is that is that really Kenan, is that way really is is that what's really happened in Arizona? Oh yeah, Eas- easily. You, you've got you know the Democrat Party has done a good job. I get that. Um, immigration has been a big issue because immigrants typically vote Democrat, but we're seeing such an influx of Californians. As Mark said, he hoped that as California goes, so does the U.S. Well, Californians are voting with their feet and their checkbooks by leaving California. You can't find a house uh, and pay the asking price in either Montana or Arizona these days. Real estate is on fuego because of the exodus of the smart people leaving California. Well, let, let's talk about the reality of that. Let's go back to what, what Mark said. If, if they have enough Democrats... Mark always wants more Democrats, but if they've got enough Democrats and a percentage of those Democrats are leaving from to Arizona and Montana and Nevada and and, and Utah, uh, looking long term, isn't that uh, doesn't that send isn't that the death knell of the Republican Party? Uh, because there will still be people that will be going to California and they'll be staying there at least for a few years. And the rest of the people will hightail it uh, uh, eastbound to these other states. Well, Mark, that's exactly Mark, right. Mark, go that's ahead. I'll let you take tackle this and then back to Ken. Sure, that's exactly what's happening. I think, look, Arizona was the home to Sheriff Arpaio. He's gone. I think people are also changing their voter registration, not just to Democrat, but to decline the state. They're sick of the party. It's country over party. And the Republican Party has completely lost its base as the president has lost his mind. And that's exactly what's happening. And so the fact that people are going to other states is for other opportunities. We in LA County are the home to 6 million voters, three registered voters, 3 million of which are Democrat. And so people are seeing the light and that's what it is. And so I think in Arizona and in Nevada and the states that you mentioned, we're seeing them go from purple to extremely blue simply because people are starting to see the light and they don't want to end up like we did in 2016. Judith Sherwin, she is a Republican. She joins us uh, here in studio in Illinois. And, Judy, my question to you is, uh, what is being described as as the demographic shift uh, of politics in the western part of the United States, I mean, isn't that what we've seen in Illinois as it relates to many people from Chicago uh, moving to the suburban areas and those suburban areas becoming more and more competitive and, in many cases, democratic. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's true. Um, and uh, it's, it's interesting to me, though, that people are leaving California. They're leaving California for a reason. Um, they're, they're leaving, I mean, let's speculate a little bit. They're leaving because of rolling blackouts. They're leaving because of taxes. They're leaving because of a lot of things that they don't like about the climate, and I don't mean climate like the weather, in California. So they come to another state, 
uh, where the political situation is different. And it is, um, I guess, a mystery to me why they import the same policies that they're running away from to the state they're going to. And I'm not so sure that that's exactly what's going on. Kenton McCarthy, could you just pick up on that? Do you, do you agree with Judy uh, on that? And do you have an answer to uh, why, if people are, are leaving California in droves, as you have suggested, why are they not returning to maybe a Republican position when they move to Arizona or Utah? Well, I don't know that they were Republicans, hardcore Republicans in the first place before they left. California, you got to remember, in 1980, California, Reagan won it handily, and the Teamsters endorsed Ronald Reagan. So California has changed. California is turning, is quickly turning into a banana republic, where it's just culturally, politically, uh, you name it, everything is going wrong in California. So they're leaving. I don't think someone who's pro-choice leaving San Francisco for Arizona is going to become pro-life when he or she lands in Scottsdale. So, yes, they will still import their their intrinsic biases, their political biases, and it will shape the landscape. What I will add, because Mark did bring up uh, Joe Arpaio, Joe Arpaio is probably the most loved and the most overwhelmingly returned to office sheriff in the nation. He got caught up because old age caught up with him. Uh, the, the, the Obama Justice and, and the Department feds. went after him. Yeah. And, and George feds. Soros. Yeah. George Soros. Xenophobia. George Soros. Right. One George time. Soros has made Arizona more in play and more powerful than people realized. Paul Penzone, who beat Joe Arpaio, was funded by Soros to the tune of $2 million. Wow. George Soros pretty much owns Arizona State University. So as far as a global player, dusty, hot Arizona, previously boring and traditional, is now becoming a George Soros Bolshevik hotbed. Okay, when we come... <laughs> when, well, we, we'll all be able to respond. Well, we're going to spend a couple of minutes thinking about that when we come back. I'm Bruce Dumont. Don't go away. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. The tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, U.S. Pharmacy can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you get the same results you need for less than $2? That's right. Call today and receive 66 blue pills or 66 yellow pills for only $99 plus shipping. That's less than $2 per pill and saves you hundreds from your local pharmacy. Why wait? 
Call 855-953-1840. And finally, have those moments you've been looking for. Again and again, call 855-953-1840 right now, and we'll rush your order. Discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 855-953-1840. That's 855-953-1840. Call 855-953-1840. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-976-3267. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-976-3267. That's 1-800-976-3267. 1-800-976-3267. 1-800-976-3267. No, listen, I, I, I think it's really interesting for two people who are not even in or from the state to criticize a state they don't know nothing about. We're the fifth largest economy in the world. We are open arms. People are coming to California every day. California has 40% Latinos of people who look like me. People are not fleeing the state. They're coming here for more opportunities. Uh, and so I think what's being said is just not actual, uh, factual or accurate. Uh, what, what do you think of some of the things that are going on in the state? I mean, uh, whether it's uh, homelessness, whether it's the rolling blackouts, whether it's uh, the the, uh, the concern about uh, uh, the governor and how he has handled COVID-19, uh, schools not being open. I mean, not everything is hunky-dory in California. Well, well, the way you're posing the question is very one-sided. I think okay. you have to take into consideration the, the health you have to take into consideration the health and the safety and what our governor is putting forward. We're not like other Republican states, which are allowing the virus to spread. We're trying to contain it. Our population is huge here. And so you just can't let people run amok and open up to schools and say it's okay for them to, to go through it. Now, is there a digital, digital divide? Are there issues that are happening in poorer communities where they don't have access to computers? Yes. Is that something we need to fix? Absolutely. And that's something that the state legislature, that's something that the governor need to go back to the table and need to fix for our communities. Now, in terms of how he's handled the situation, I think he's handled it right. I think we're containing the virus. We're a big state with a lot of population, just like New York. And so uh, he's definitely been doing that. And, you know, the Trump administration likes to tout about the forest fires when 57 percent of the forests uh, here are controlled by the federal government, uh, by the uh, federal government in which the Trump administration has cut. Uh, time and time again, and 
you know, Governor Gavin Newsom is doing the best job uh, for California. And as a California resident mm -hmm. myself, someone who sits here and pays taxes, I'm proud of the governor. I'm proud of the work that he's done in our state to protect you, me from not having COVID. Quickly, do you, do you cringe at all when uh, the governor uh, may say something uh, fairly nice about the president or vice versa? Because in some cases, if you listen from afar, to. it sounds like they're buddy buddies. I think he has to. He has to. I mean, he has to. I mean, you now is not the time to get in a fight with the president of the United States. We need Tell that to the mayor of Chicago. To be yeah, right. <laughs> Dan Johnson is our Democrat here. Uh, he has a question for you. Hey, Go Mark, ahead. A quick question. I think LA County is a little bit like Cook County where we are. Uh, you know, 5 million people, uh, you know, uh, 20 years ago, uh, red suburbs, blue city. But today, Trump has is not your typical Republican. Trump has moved the party way uh, to the unethical, uh, and now with COVID, to the incompetent, where Republicans used to be, hey, we're about clean government, we know how to run things well. Um, I'm seeing this Biden-Republican surge of Republican voters, sometimes you know, higher income, higher educated, saying, I can't vote for this incompetent con artist again, and I, I'm just disgusted with what the president is doing to my traditional party. So this time I'm voting for Joe Biden. Maybe in 22 I'm go back to the Republicans. But for now, I'm trying to disinfect the party of everything that Trump and his con artist family stands for. Are you seeing that you, in L.A. How County? Re, how do you really feel, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's out there, right? Uh, there, the, the, you uh, know, we're, now, we're now going to ask Mark to offer his interpretation of the Republican Party in California. Well, go right. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I just I, I love the way that he said it. It's true. Look, for me, on a personal note, my sister-in-law in Texas is a Republican. My brother is a Republican. And they asked me two weeks ago to get them a Joe Biden lawn sign. They don't even want to associate themselves with Trump. And they exactly what he just said, don't want to associate, you know, the, the Trump and being a Republican in the same sentence. And so they're voting for Biden, right? They're going to go that way. And so, you know, in California, where being a Republican is distant third in people who are registered to even vote. I mean, the, the Republican Party in California is just it's completely missing. So, you know, Democrats are high up there. The kind of states are high up there. But people are seeing the light. And, you know, as it was stated, I, you know, you, you have to keep in consideration that uh, Republican Party has lost its way. They've completely split. And you have the president who represents what the Republican Party is about. And the Republican Party under this administration is a complete failure. All right, let's go back to uh, Kenton McCarthy. <laughs> Kenton, would you agree that the Republican Party has gone astray? And if so, yes. Uh, yes. how do they get back on track to not only get uh, Arizona back in into the uh, red column, but how do they uh, how do they pick up the pieces after this election? You know, it, it was funny. This week I was listening to uh, Bannon was talking about Pope Francis and someone, some hardcore Catholic dabbled in or came close to calling him a heretic and i think trump was if not a heretic he was probably the biggest whistleblower ever in dc so he's fought the establishment on both sides of the aisle i think 90 percent of the republicans today in the senate and the house are gutless feckless and afraid of disrupting their coziness and afraid of disrupting the status quo globally and locally so he is he he has he has sorry mark he has bigger cojones than probably anyone Kent and in I the like Senate, with, the except, with the exception of of cotton and josh hawley he's fighting both sides of the aisle yeah all right judah sherwin and then we're going to go back to mark and then uh 
Dan. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to agree wholeheartedly with Kevin. That's absolutely correct. There isn't anybody who has the guts that this guy has. Um, and he's fighting them all. He's fighting the establishment. He's doing it constantly. He's doing it in his own party. Uh, I think it's it's almost worse than what he has to do with his own party than what he has to do with the Democrats because you expect it from them. You don't expect the backstabbing that he gets from his own party. And, I mean, I would I would add Mitch McConnell to the list of people with cojones. I mean, he's he's people who think they're going to move Mitch McConnell. Uh, that's not happening either. So I... I think that uh, the Republican Party, after Trump, I'm not sure what it is because he he is his his own political movement. And if you don't understand that, uh, and you talk about somebody who says, "Oh, I'm a Republican, but I'm going to vote for for Biden," uh, yeah, there were Republicans in 2016 who voted for Biden too. There were people who never voted for anybody who came out and voted for Trump, and they're going to do it again. The registrations that have been done by people working for Trump campaign, the Republican Party, are way over the top in all Mark, of the swing states. Mark Gonzalez, uh, in, in recent weeks, there's been uh, quite a few stories about uh, some some demonstration in the polls that uh, there's a larger number of Hispanics that may be voting for Donald Trump, primarily men than than women. I'd like to get your reaction to that. Uh, first, and then I've got to follow up, as does uh, Dan Johnson. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, as far as I understand about those polls, they're completely fake. The numbers were small, <laughs> and the polls were conducted in English only. They were not conducted in Spanish. They were not conducted to foreign-born Latinos who can vote. They were specifically just for U.S.-born, English-speaking Latinos, and it was only about 100 people. So Judith Sherwin, she wants to challenge that. I would like to challenge that because Telemundo... My point is they're selective and cherry-picking the poll that benefits them. Telemundo did a poll among their Spanish-speaking station with Spanish-speaking viewers regarding Donald Trump and and his popularity and uh it was quite over the top so th- i i don't agree that this was you know okay. english speaking well, the only latino on this comb call right here I, I think i'm fair to say that we do not feel that way so let's not get ahead of ourselves you can okay. say but you don't also, feel that way all, yeah but, okay. but you're, you're also the only democratic chairman <laughs> right okay yeah. uh dan johnson's got a question for somebody uh, and then uh, we're going to take a phone call. I guess I, I, I'm curious why I think um, the idea that Trump is different than the Republican Party is absolutely true. But I've been wondering why Trumpers just sort of have no problem with his blatant corruption and just enriching himself by millions of dollars. And is it because he's got this perception that he doesn't care? I had to stomach Go listening ahead. to you the previous hour, your stack of lies are can be seen from space so you, you don't think the president already has more money than he knows what to do with why does he need to go to 1600 pennsylvania avenue to further rich enrich himself who does he think he is harry reed and, and what makes you think that he has all this money since he refuses to share his tax returns? With okay, you? so now why do you think that he's wealthy? He's, he's either enriching himself or he's poor. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, he's clearly been enriching himself. There's no question about it. Yeah, you right. can see that his entire family, which is, uh, you know, it's like North Korea. It is absurd on its face. Do we all of them working for nothing? Let me finish one point. All of them working for the country for nothing. One at a time, Dan. 
appalling that we have a president's family while the Trump organization is an ongoing business concern to allow them to work in the highest levels of our public office to enrich their family is by itself disqualifying. But somehow Trumpers are okay with it. I don't think it was okay for Hunter Biden. It was okay for Hunter Biden, right? right, Question uh, for, for Mark Gonzalez. Mark, you come from one of the bluest of blue states. Uh, you, uh, in your current role, and you were a deputy for a while. I mean, you, you've been watching the machinery out there for a long time with great success. Uh, I recall, I think, that the last time you were on this program was in 2018, early on. I think I was out there in January or February when it was nice and cold back in Illinois. And you projected on that particular program that you thought that the Democrats were going to sweep control of all the U.S. Senate seats or U.S. House seats in California, and that's, by golly, what happened. Uh, but my question is, if everything is controlled by Democrats in, in California and Arizona and Utah and ultimately in the United States, my question to you is, as, as an American, as someone that's interested in the future of the country, is it good to have all of your eggs in one basket and that literally you destroy one of the two major parties by having too much control in one focus. We'll be back with your answer in a minute. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The Sentinel Group sponsors this paid advertisement for legal services and is responsible for legal services. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-383-3526 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-383-3526. 800-383-3526. That's 800-383-3525-3525-3525-3526. Harrison's Reality Check. Protect all of your devices from even the government. More in 30 seconds. Corona Alert. Even if you're not sure about the coronavirus because you live in an area where there's no measurable coronavirus sickness, it's reasonable to remember that real live Americans, 200,000 of them so far, really have died. That's four times the number of Americans who died in the Civil War. 
So, better to stay safe than sorry. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Hey, everybody. The recent court revelations that NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden was telling the real truth about your Internet, phone, and computer being tapped and recorded 24-7 came none too soon. So I have a special deal for you to protect all your devices, even your phone. Just go to ExposureRisk.com. ExposureRisk.com for less than 4 bucks a month. You can now protect yourself from hackers, prying eyes, and snoopers, even the government. Yep, just go to Exposure Risk. FM. Brewster, welcome back and Beyond the Beltway. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. We're going to let each of our guests now take about 10, 15 seconds to identify themselves and tell everybody who they are. And we're going to begin uh, in Arizona with Kenton McCarthy. Kenton? Uh, yeah. Grew look, up look in into the camera. Look into the, ca- look into the camera. Look into the camera. Because and then I grew up in formerly Republican DuPage County way back when. Yeah. And my first appearance, I think your producer lost his Rolodex in 94, so yeah. reached out to me to be served up to Jesse Jackson Sr. And that was my first time yes. on your show. I know. And apparently I held, apparently, can you hear me? We can. You became, oh, a, okay. you, you became so, a friend, didn't you? Apparently I held friend? myself uh, good enough to get invited back, and it's always a treat to be here. But didn't you and Jesse Jackson become friends for a while, or at least acquaintances? Yeah, he's a, he's he's a thoroughly likable guy, and even more likable than seniors, junior. And John is a class act as well. I, I like the whole family. Yep. I just disagree with him politically. I have no I have no beef with him personally. By the way, next week we should mention that David Masiotra, who's a frequent guest on this program, uh, he has written a new book about Jesse Jackson, and he will be here to talk about that uh, uh, that book as well. Actually, I think it's a couple of weeks from now. Uh, let's go to you, uh, Mark uh, Gonzalez. Uh, tell everybody uh, listening around the country a little bit about uh, your background and your tremendous political success. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Mark Gonzalez, chairman of the Los Angeles County Democratic Party. Uh, grew up here in L.A., originally from Texas, but uh, South Texas, but moved here when I was a child with my mom, who's originally from Los Angeles, and uh, Chairman of the largest uh, party in the state and the nation. And uh, Dan Johnson. Hey, Dan Johnson, uh, a local politician, a lobbyist in the state legislature. I think a 20-year veteran. So, Bruce, it's always fun to be here, so I appreciate the opportunity. And launching my software tomorrow, How Many Votes for Organizers and Lobbyists at HowManyVotes.com. Thanks for the commercial, Bruce. And when you were here first, you were young and single. And now you're a father of four. Father of four. They're three, <laughs> five, seven, and nine, which is why it's hard for me to get here. Right? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's not easy to get permission. Uh, Judith Sherwin. Uh, I'm Judith Sherwin. I am uh, an attorney in Chicago. I've been practicing law for a number of years here. I've known Bruce for a long time, but I've only been on the show a couple years. Uh, I teach uh, law school at Loyola University in Chicago. Uh in the graduate program and uh, occasionally teach a seminar in constitutional law and the First Amendment. Very good. We have callers on the line. Let's go to Mike, who's listening to us in California. Whereabouts in California, Mike? Uh, yes, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Where are you calling from in California? Great. Uh, it's just outside of uh, uh, Sacramento. It's called Rio Linda. Okay, and what question did you have or comment? 
Oh, okay. Well, I just wanted to say that uh, I uh, became a, um, in other words, I was a lifelong Democrat for most of my life Mm -hmm. until I, through my work as an educator for the last 25, 30 years, um, became aware of the vast criminality and plunder of the people by, by my former party. And so now I'm an awakened no longer California Democrat. And Specifically, have, what what was it about the Democratic Party that uh, you you felt uh, uh, was dishonest that you discovered? Well, for one thing, our California schools, when I was uh, like 30 or 40 years ago, when I went through high school, we were number one in the nation. Mm-hmm. Now, after billions and billions of dollars have been spent, we're number 47th in the nation. And our students, some of our students can't even think in the classroom. They're, I mean, they're, they're trained not to even think. And so they can't write, some of them can't even write their name. And we're talking junior high and high school. Mark Gonzalez, uh, could, you, could you address uh, in as specific a term as you wish um, this challenge? I mean, in doing this program, I've heard this complaint uh, not exclusively about California public education, but I hear, I've heard it a lot, that once upon a time, uh, California was the golden state in, in more ways than just its motto. Uh, and in recent uh, decades, it's uh, fallen on hard times. Well, I think it's a result that? of, you know, we also have to keep in mind, Pete Wilson was a staunch Republican who tore the state apart. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was also a Republican who tore the state apart. And so, you know, Gavin Newsom and others have had to clean up that mess, and the state legislatures have done that as well. Prop 13, we need split role. We need that now, and that's also a result of the Prop 98 funding that's supposed to go in to support their schools that are not. And I think that that funding is as a result of the Republican uh, administration that was in charge of California at the time. And I should say for a fact check, so, uh, I, I've been on the, I'm sorry to interrupt, Mark, but I did a little Internet sleuthing, and according to the U.S. News and World Report, California's at 21 instead of 47. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, when you when you talk about a big issue that uh, you are facing in California, and frankly, every school district in America is facing it, Mark, and that is, uh, you know, distance learning uh, in the wake of COVID-19, uh, there are some people that would wonder, why is it that with all of the tech money and Silicon Valley in California, why is it that so many California school children still don't have the ability to uh, engage in distance learning because of a lack of hardware and connectivity? No, I mean, that's just a fact. It's a lack of resources and a lack of connectivity. That was the first thing I said. There's a digital yeah. divide that exists. And I see people every day who are in line for food banks to get a bag of groceries. But but why, but why, but why Mark? You you have you you've controlled the governorship for for many many years. Uh, you know you've made some exceptions. There's no question about it. Most of them were you know 20 years ago. You've controlled uh, the state house. Uh, you control the congressional delegation. I mean, <laughs> yeah. why is it? And again, you've got all these. And, and I'm sure all and I'm sure all these Silicon Valley people are contributors to the state Democratic Party. But you're lumping up the entire state as a whole to assume that the digital divide is, is specific to the entire state. You're, put, you're putting the question out there okay. that nobody has access to that. And I think it's as a result 
of some of the superintendents of the particular school district. So we got to be very clear about that. Okay. It's not every school district in the state has this problem. It exists, especially now unified. I'm oh. not going to sugarcoat that. Okay. K Kenton McCarthy, how do you come down on that issue? Hmm. <laughs> now it's now it's the local superintendent's fault <laughs> instead of the, the establishment's fault. Okay. It's always someone else. Uh, the only thing I'll say yeah, is that we've managed – we, we've managed to take uh, COVID, which is a minor irritation, and turn it into a calamity. And I mean, by this turning is a it into a calamity politically, so, so, we've had devastating effects on working class, low income, minorities, women, and mostly children. The people who still push for lockdowns and learn by uh, Zoom should be, should be locked up in prison. The, these are crimes against humanity, what we are doing to children today in the educational space. Why are and we talking direct who has children in cages? You don't want to address that, do you? Uh, you, you mean the Obama-built cages? I'm talking about the Trump administration with the children in cages. Where's your, where's your sympathy for that? What about the Obama-built cages? We're talking so, about so then, so, so, so would Republicans acknowledge? Would Republicans acknowledge? Dan, Dan, swaths of American children by forcing them to not learn at home. I, I, so I, I think that's just ridiculous. We have two hundred and ten thousand lives. Americans have died from COVID nineteen as a result of this administration. As a result of your presence. No, as a result of like, the COVID like, like virus. I, like I said in January, Bruce, the first victim of a pandemic is context elaborate if we we lost 200,000 people how many hundreds of thousands did we lose to the flu if if this was a normal flu and we said we're going to have an uptick in deaths primarily among those who are old <laughs> do you even believe in science oh my goodness what are you talking about I think this is a good example of the Biden Republican surge because there's a big element in our country that says, well, I don't care what Dr. Fauci says. I don't care what the scientists that study I, this I thing says. I don't care what Dr. Right. Fauci says. Exactly. And, and I, I think the. Let me, just, gonna, what, what, can, I, can I get a word in? Just, just one second. Just, wait a minute. One second. We've got it one at a time. Kenton McCarthy and then Judith and then back to Dan. Go ahead, Kenton. Bruce, I told you in March, you called it combustible when I said that the cult of Anthony Fauci poses the greatest threat to our nation's economy and democracy and institutions, period. I still stand by that. Judith. We've taken a calamity and turned it, I mean, we've taken a minor irritation and turned it into a calamity in every facet. Judith. Okay, so... It, back in, in March and February, the predictions that were made uh, were that 2.2 million Americans were going to be dead of the COVID virus as of right now. In addition, there was going to be something like 30% unemployment. That has not happened. There's a reason why that hasn't happened. And the reason is the Trump administration's mobilization of industry and the American people to keep that from happening Yes, there have been 210,000 people who have lost their lives to COVID. The death rate has gone down. Nobody wants to acknowledge that. The, the recovery rate has gone up. There are therapeutics that didn't exist in March that only exist because of the push from the administration. And so this, this uh, 
Uh, you may think that's funny, Mark, but it's not I, funny. I would it is something that is extremely important and something to bear in mind when you open your schools on November 4th, which the person who runs the schools in Los Angeles has already said she's going to do. As a political matter, I think this is why there's such a Biden Republican surge, because I think people see this big swath of the electorate and the president tolerating it. That puts people at risk, and you couldn't ask for a better symbol than the president himself and all his close advisors getting the virus. We've got a pause. We've got a pause. I'm Bruce Dumont, back shortly with our last segment. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com because it's your news, your nation. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing What's in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, U.S. Pharmacy can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you get the same results you need for less than $2? That's right. Call today and receive 66 blue pills or 66 yellow pills for only $99 plus shipping. That's less than $2 per pill and saves you hundreds from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 855-953-1840 and finally have those moments you've been looking for again and again. Call 855-953-1840 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 855-953-1840. That's 855-953-1840. Call 855-953-1840. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-976-3267. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-976-3267. That's 1-800-976-3267. 
This is our last segment. Thanks very much for uh, joining us. Uh, you have been talking about uh, the Biden Republicans. You've been making that big yeah. uh, point is that you think that's the big story that's out there. Um, when Joe Biden said that um, if he was given information uh, from his scientists, he talked about what would happen, what, whether he would shut the nation down. Yeah. And he surprised uh, the reporter at the time by saying, yeah, I would shut the nation down. If the science, if the scientists told me to do that, and I think a lot of people probably cringed when they heard that, because in their view, although you may disagree with it, in their view, when you shut down the economy, uh, you literally shut down the economy and people lose jobs and people may be and more li- concerned about that and and lives. Okay, so my question to you is, um, do you like that answer? I mean, would you want President Joe Biden to shut down the economy oh. again? I mean, remember, this virus has a 14-day incubation period. So if we did a hard stop for six weeks, because we never shut down our country. We never did. That's why the virus is still out there and it's growing. So the answer is, what's the answer to the question? I I wish, my answer is, I wish we would have a competent administration that would follow public health guidelines. How would that happen? Who He, he has said okay, that he the, would the, listen. The, the, yeah. I, I want to go back to you in just a Bruce, second, Kenton. Yeah. But absolutely, okay, to answer your question, if his, you know, the scientific... Fauci. Yeah. He's, he's talking about Fauci. Absolutely. Yeah. I would, would love it. I would love to have no travel for six to eight weeks, stop this virus in its tracks, and, you're, and, and then you're, we can and, open up our economy safely. No, okay, no. That's crazy. Kenton, question to you. If... If no, the Republicans I'll answer this first. The WHO just yesterday Go said ahead. the lockdowns are no longer the answer. Right. They, they came now out the with the WHO, statement. Which is, One at a time. Which is the darling of, of Dr. Fauci and, and Burks said lockdowns are not the answer. Now you're saying if Joe Biden consults his scientists and they say lock it down again, you're all for that. I I am for beating this virus. And I don't know about you, but I am sick well, and tired it? of living in fear of contracting it, a deadly disease. It, and I am looking oh, forward to being able to travel again and try to make more money. And his incompetence is costing me and our economy billions. One at a time. One at a time. Judy, can I get a word in? Folks, we got to listen up here. Judy first and then back to Kenton. Okay, thank you. First of all, this idea about the president of the United States is to issue a fiat and cut down the and, and close down the country can't do it. This system doesn't allow him to do it. Even Joe Biden, after he said what he said about scientists told me I'm going to cut down the country, I'm going to lock down the country, took it back and said, you know, I'm not sure I can do that. And the answer is he can't do that. He can't force everybody to wear a mask. He can't lock down the country. This is a federal system. The only people who can lock down anything are the governors because they are the only people who have the police power. The president of the United States does not have the police power, and you should probably be pretty happy that he doesn't. That's how it was set up. He's not to have the police power. Kenton McCarthy, back to you. Okay, uh, two people with whom I disagree wholeheartedly. One is Eric Holder. The other is Jane Fonda. They spoke the truth. Holder spoke the truth when about 10 or 12 years ago, he said, we have not reached a point where we can have an honest discussion about race. I totally agree with that. It's true today. Jane Fonda said COVID has been the biggest gift to the Democratic Party. Or I think she, would, she called it God's gift to the, to the Democratic to the Party. Left. Yes. That is the truth. 
Right. They they can't they 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 have fetishized fetishized whatever uh, unemployment lines mortality rate because it advances their political interest. They don't care about unemployment. They don't care about the death count. They care about power. Period. It has been a gift to them. Mark Gonzalez response at, at, at Trump's con- own convention. Okay. He said the results speak for themselves, and they do. The results of the Trump's presidency, more than 200,000 and 210,000 people are dead from COVID-19. 30 million on unemployment. One in six small businesses are closed. That's damning. That's Trump's presidency, and it's the biggest failure in American history. And you know that. We all know that. And I think that Vi- viruses don't close businesses. Politicians. Millions of Americans have lost their lives. If we had closed as we should have in January, we would not be where we are today. And that's entirely why not wearing a mask is why the entire Trump administration right. is completely getting sick. He's the spreader in chief. Mark, but my question to you is, uh, if Joe Biden becomes president and he says he wants to shut down the economy, are you not fearful that that uh, hundreds of thousands or millions of people will lose their jobs during the four weeks, six weeks, and eight lives. weeks? Uh, and Let, let's keep in mind that, that the COVID that? relief packages are sitting on a Republican-controlled Senate that is preve- that is preventing people from getting the unemployment and the funds. The that only they person need. preventing it is, is Nancy Pelosi in control in a Democratic U.S. Senate. When Mark Kelly wins in Arizona, then we will make sure that we will take care of all of Americans. But if you, but if you, but Mark. if you, the president has said that if you give him a stand-up bill. That provides, uh, you know, twelve thousand, uh, twelve hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars to every American. That uh, he would sign that. Now, that's twelve hundred dollars that goes into everybody's pocket, including yours, everybody on this panel, and 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 that would probably pass. Do you think a Democrat should stand up and say, "No, I'm not going to put twelve hundred dollars in your pocket because I want to get you know several trillion dollars to 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 come to the state of there California"? Are people or, or who lost their jobs that are in dire need of that twelve hundred dollars. Right. Well, then, yeah. give, it, then give it to them. Nancy Pelosi is standing them. in the way of that. So Why don't you just give it to them? Would you, would hasn't you know, passed the bill. Question mark. Would you like a straight up bill that puts twelve hundred dollars in everybody's pocket? Just a straight up bill. I would like a bill that prevents us from this disease spreading. I would like to be able to. There is no such thing. You know what I'd like, Mark? I would like my esteemed colleagues on the left to explain what they would do if we weren't able to print our own money. Okay. That's a rhetorical question for next week. Mark Gonzalez, uh, chairman of the Democratic uh, Party in uh, Los Angeles County. Kenton McCarthy, thank you very much for joining us from Arizona. Judith Sherwin, thanks very much for being with us in studio in Evanston. And Dan Johnson, thank you as well. I'm Bruce Dumont. Our thanks to Randall uh, Belker and also to Colin McKnight for their assistance in the production of this program. Until next week, this is Bruce Dumont. Good night from Evanston, Illinois. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does.
I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a life. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, U.S. Pharmacy can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you get the same results you need for less than $2? That's right. Call today and receive 66 blue pills or 66 yellow pills for only $99 plus shipping. That's less than $2 per pill and saves you hundreds from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 855 855- 953-1840 and finally have those moments you've been looking for again and again call 855-953-1840 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door just call 855-953-1840 that's 855-953-1840 call 855-953-1840 your home for radio that inspires. This is Smart Talk. 